Hello Australia, welcome to PTI. I am not Ron Burgundy, he is Sam Kegovich and as you can guess this is the only show on Australian TV this week without the stars of Anchorman 2 on the show. Now you stay classy Australia. And that's why. Because... <laughs> that's the worst accent I've ever heard. You can't do accents, you know. I can do. Can do what? I can do. I just came back you from Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Arkansas? Arkansas. Look out, Mountain Tennessee. You cannot do accents. i got a cousin there, boy. Uh, tonight on the show, it's great to be an Australian sports fan because the Aussies go one up in the cricket. Adam Scott doubles up with Jason Day. The Wallabies win three in a row, and even if Weber ran second, we're counting that as a win as well. I am indeed. Plus, Brett Kamali is here to talk League World Cup. We play What's the Word? Featuring Bernie Tomic acting up with the schoolies. It's all brought to you, of course, by our very good friends, sportingbet.com.au. How was the battle on the weekend? Uh, moving keep on. moving. Yes. Uh, the Ashes' first test is over, and shock horror. The Aussies won, and they take a 1-0 lead into Adelaide in the second oh, test. Well, the Johnson was outstanding. Haddon, Clark, Warner all chipped in. In fact, there were stars all over the show. You could probably only say <laughs> Rogers. The only bloke to have a bit of a mare across the four days. Yeah, but Watson. Did the performance surprise you? Well, look, if you had a crystal ball and you could look into it and you thought uh, if uh, Johnson would do what he did, and of course the Opens did what they did, well, you could easily uh, build a case for them. But overall, I was terribly surprised. Looking back now, you'd say the Poms were underdone, obviously. They hadn't had a great deal were. I just think, the, you know, that first day when we were, you know, seven six down, six down for next to nothing, yeah. everyone was saying, well, this will be over in four days and the Poms yeah. will win it. I just think the fact that Johnson and Siddle and Harris carved them up on early on that second, midway quicks, through that second day, a resounding that was the difference. And uh, But I reckon they went in there with a terrific mindset. Correct. I think the fact they've been pummeling the submission psychologically, I think they collectively made a uh, pact that we're going out there, we're going to display the good old Aussie... Uh, grit. Grit, resolve, and went out there with a positive attitude. And I thought, you know, Buff Lehman's probably played a role in this together. I think a you lot know, of people acting as a great catalyst. And I reckon they went out with a terrific mindset. But Plus, what it has done is it's really added some spice. Well, added some spice Ticket now. sales through the wazoo for all of the other tournaments. Still on the, the first test. test, now, if there is a black mark, let me tell you. Now, this may be it. There's plenty of bad blood already with sledging again at the forefront of discussion with Michael Clark Fine. David Warner giving it to Jonathan Trott. And now Trott going home because of stress-related illness. And I've got to say that we could... I mean, I know that uh, the airwaves are full of people going, no, you can't sledge, you can't sledge, and others are saying, look, I don't think Jonathan Trott's stress-related illness happened on day four of the test, if you know what I mean. I think no, no, that was, no, no. it was there well and truly before they came out here. I'm and going to cut David Warner a lot of slack here. Same here. No, 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 I'm not disparaging him for that, but I'm pointing the finger at David Warner for uh, being totally un-Australian, for the manner in which he sledged. You know... Oh, see, I don't accept no, no, that. I think once you go across the white line, I think it's all bets are off. If it, can I just say? Water, I look at our, our great has apologised. He said he's he, and when when, when Alistair not... Cook said that you've gone too far, Alistair Cook should have said because I know yeah, what's right. going on behind the scenes. Look, David Warner, I'm not being critical because he didn't know that Jonathan Trump well, was, the thing. had those dark evils behind him. No, what I'm suggesting. That, you know, I look at our athletes and our sports and what made this country so great was the Brian Booths and Norman O'Neill and the great cricketers that played with a great deal of dignity, pride and presence and pizzazz. You know, the contemporaries 
for some unknown reason, let themselves down. Oh, I with, disagree. I, I reckon, I, I reckon okay. those blokes you mentioned would have been just as for, at the forefront with sledging, but there wasn't my, stump mic. No, there's a means and ways. Look, I don't mind a bit of good old-fashioned... What old about fashion. Clark with his broken arm comment? Well, that was just shocking. That's un-Australian. That was ah, the worst comment you could possibly nah, look, make. But and I reckon if he had the opportunity, he would take it back, uh, I'm telling you. Adam just Scott, go on Australian. Adam Scott continued his great form of late with a team win in the World Cup. He teamed up with Jason David, seriously, calling this event a World Cup. I know it was at Royal Melbourne. I know you love Melbourne, but fair dinkum. Oh, uh, look, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with you. You know, we've got this Rory tendency... Rory McIlroy turns up this week in Sydney, I and he's not even a, in the World Cup. You know what? I reckon there's such a great thirst by everyone to have a major event. To have a World Cup. To have a, you know, and it's got to the stage now that unless the word world is inscribed in whatever we're running... It's a crap event. It's a crap event. <laughs> but this right. one was a crap event. Well, it is. And I guess the terms... The thing, if you want to tweak it and try to make it an event, is this notion that you only have two per side that are your best golfers in the world. But we were the you only know. team who had two, our two best golfers. Our two best golfers, We were the exactly, only ones. yeah. So, look, conceptionally, I think it's got a lot to... Uh, I think a if lot, they... A lot to be desired. Execution-wise, I thought it was pretty good. The fact that Jason Day won under great adversity once again, yep. I thought speaks volumes and he's testament to the character of the man. See, I, they, they do this format in the Olympics. I reckon, and it would, look, I'm going to claim this idea, should be the best female golfer, the best male golfer, the best amateur golfer, male and female, and there's your four for a World Cup. So you've got... And play Ambrose. And, no, and just play a normal <laughs> event, but that should be what it's like in the Olympics yeah, as well. Look I, look, I think you could tweak the, uh, the concept. There's no doubt about you that. You wait till the Olympics when it's a real World Cup and mm. they all want to turn. I know, we all know that. But anyhow, look, the event was fine, the outcome was fantastic, and let's move on. Now, the Wallabies. Now, see, I told you, I told you. there would be a I time... Told you. Come on, read up. I would Don't be a time, there'd be a time when Ewan McKenzie's uh, efforts would bear fruit. He's won three on the trot now after defeating the Scots on the weekend. And I said, Russ, he's proven his point. You are. You're 100% right. Yeah. They've beaten Scotland. But I could see it built... No, no, They've beaten Italy... Scotland, and who's the other? Minnows? Oh, Ireland, that's right, who had a very... The results shot. are out... Don't disagree. I love the fact that they're winning. But let's be serious. The results Scotland, are... Scotland, yes. Ireland, yeah. Italy. That's not the issue. The best thing I saw the about... The manner in which they're winning and they're the playing. Scot well, the Scots didn't score a try, but they... Well, OK. Admittedly, they haven't scored too many... But what about the, the way we're playing? It's better. And he's stamped his authority. There's one thing you've got to do, you, and you've got to find somewhere, somewhere unearth a tight end prop that can really hold that pack up in the scrum. Tight and head. It, tight end prop. What tight, did I say? Tight head. Tight head. OK, no, no, well, you know end. what I mean. They've all got big, fatty, yeah, flabby well, OK, ends. we need that big brute there. Somehow we've got to unearth one. It's the head that's tight. Feed him whatever you've got to feed him, but find one. Because there, let me tell you, you'll turn everything around. We will we'll beat the Kiwis with one. Because you know Ewan used to be a tight end prop. Ewan, he looks like one. Or a tight head. I wish he'd shave, though. I'll tell you what, I'm Australian the way he looks. <laughs> there you are, there's on. a couple of un-Australians going. Well, here. We've is, had a great weekend. I know it's November, so I'll cut it, yeah. Mark Webber finished second in his final Grand Prix ever. He took the helmet off in the last lap. Uh, we said at the top, second would be as good as a win for Mark Webber. Uh, Vettel won uh, his, what is it, ninth in a row? Let's put everything but this is all about Mark Webber. Let's put everything into perspective. True grit. Mark Webber, we're happy to win. He runs second to claim a victory because Mark Webber is a lovely, lovely man. Mark Webber is full of dignity, he's totally Australian, he's well-behaved... That's three! ..and he exudes everything that you look forward We've to. We've two un-Australians and one Australian. You, really, we, uh, when we mark Mark Webber, we're probably not as harsh as we probably should be. He's been an ornament to the game, he's been terrific, he's been with three or four teams, he's been in, at, the, uh, at the pointy end for a long, long time, over what a decade. What, so what I'm saying to you... What colour marker do we mark Mark Webber with? Well, you give him a B. A B, because he really didn't get to Missed the it. summit. 
He's a bad base camp. Where you, you know what base I mean? Base camp? Well, That's where I'm at. Yeah, I know, but he's not quite to the summit. But he's been a terrific uh, ornament to the game. Been a great rep for Australia. And might I add, when you consider the adversity he's had to overcome by being a number two uh, uh, banana in that team and overcome the uh, scurrilous, devious, that's, deceitful that's way Australian. that he's been handled yes. and Vettel when he Which upended him over in that, uh, that uh, GP in uh, Malaysia Wherever in March. It was. Let me tell you, the way he's retained and maintained himself was outstanding. So I'm going to give you probably an A-minus. That's what I say. I think he's been terrific. So he's still on base camp he's with still an A-minus. Yeah. We can't. He's the never AFL, a champion. The AFL had its draft last Thursday. GWS got the first two picks, taking Tom Boyd with number one. Now, they didn't trade this kid as many thought they would and should. Good move or what? Well, probably a good move. No, they got the top two picks. A very good deal. They've got the last three number one draft picks. They've got Patton, yeah. they've got Cameron being a superstar. I reckon the big winner out of the draft, I reckon, has been Collingwood. Just a quick one. Josh Kelly. You played with his old man. He's the number two. They've got one and two yeah. this year and they didn't trade him around. And not only that, but a draft that promises to be one of the great drafts. They too. are still planning for four years' time. So it's not yeah. going to be a quick fix for GWS. But four years is nothing no. in, in terms of what they're all about. No. In terms of development. Four you years reckon time, Collingwood's the best? Oh, well, they've got Sharon Burke, who's, who they, a lot of people around the footballing campfire claim that he could be the very best talent. They've also got Freeman, who's a terrific hard nut and a good uh, rebounding defender. So they've done very, very well. It's like a two-year-old well, ahead of the Golden Slipper. You just don't know what you're going no, to get until they no, run well, around and play. No, that they say it's Pat a very... Patton was number one draft pick, had two knee ops. I mean... Well, OK. North Melbourne have also done very well. They've got 18 and 19, of I think. They... They no, St Kilda. St Kilda haven't done too bad. They've got Billing at three, from, if my memory serves me correctly. Yep. And they've got uh, 18 and 19. So they've got three in the top 20. But Collingwood, I reckon, Collingwood in the last 12 months, they've got five of the top 20 picks. So Buckley's getting his own way, and let me tell you, the Pies are going to rebound. And it's not like they uh, aren't going well off the field. Five well, how are they million. going financially? North Melbourne's asked them for a loan. Move That's on. the headlines. Next up, Brett Kamali's here to look at the Rugby League World Cup final. The Aussies are taking on the Kiwis. Another win to the Aussies. Tomorrow. Oh, easy. $1.28 they are. Tomorrow. And when you sledge, please look. Don't sledge like a bogan. Well, the Rugby League World Cup semi-finals have been won. New Zealand pipping England in the last minute. Australia just over Fiji, 64 blocked. Brett Kamali's in to talk Rugby League World Cup because finally we can talk about a final rather than some hish mishmash games that were sort of making it up. It's taken a lot of weeks, hasn't it? It's been a fair holiday for some of the players and obviously that result, 64-0. It's going to be hard to see how Australia are going to be that tough, hard and ready to go. Now let's get serious. But it's good that it's come to a, a finale and uh, Old Trafford, it's a, a special place to play. Uh, without being uh, disparaging to the competition, the fact that Fiji's finished fourth I think is a good thing. Been good um, for their country because obviously you get promotions, you get guarantees, the Italians get in the World Cup. They're now going to government to try and get some support for yeah. for development the offices and things. The Italian oh, Yeah, so that'll yeah. be good luck but for them. But I'm just things, saying. Will, things will come of it. But for us here, we just expect that there's we only three win, nations yeah. playing. No, but I'm, what I'm saying is Fiji is uh, the, the best in the world in rugby sevens, uh, rugby 15s yeah. are not so good. They're finally starting to see the light in rugby league. And if you talk to the Fijians, they're pretty keen on rugby yeah. league as much as uh, rugby sevens, more so than the rugby 15 aside again. Well, and, uh, you know, and there's some better players that they've now got role models to look up to who now play in the NRL that they say, well, why can't we go to the NRL mm. and become a rugby league player yeah, instead of a rugby league player? Just quickly, just wrapping Fiji up, Petro Siva de Siva, where do we, where's, where do you find his standing in the game? He's been an enormous uh, 
I think his aura and what he's done for Fijian at the end of his career has been outstanding. He's been a legend, a Broncos legend, Queensland legend, Queensland legend for a number of years. But you to then go back and play World Cup for his his home country, yeah. Fiji, to then get them to the to the semi-final, to yeah. put them on the map in theory, yeah. it's been a wonderful career. Been an ornament, been fantastic. And, and a good bloke too to go with it. A terrific bloke. What about the final? Um, New Zealand taking on Australia. It's one we all probably wanted deep down. And uh, you mentioned Australia not having a tough semi-final. New Zealand did. Yeah, and they come from behind and, and had to find some belief to win. So it's going to be interesting. An easy road in, which they had in 2008, the Australian side, and got beat by the Kiwis, mm. where the Kiwis have had the harder road in, they've had to fight a bit harder, and they've played one game at mm. least under pressure. Because a lot of the Australian sides... September was the last time they had pressure football. Absolutely. So that's a long time away. It's colder, it's in England, you're in holiday mode. You can't flick a switch. So I think the Kiwis have had a better run. Both coaches, you know, Tim Sheen's very experienced, hasn't had much club success. Stephen Kearney, wanting club success, if he gets the Kiwis to win this World Cup, it might put him back in the coaching pedestry. And I think without Benji Marshall, they're a tougher football side, the Kiwis. They are a better football side. What about the composition of the Australian side? Billy Slater, uh, do you play Billy or do you opt for Inglis? I'd leave Inglis there. I think Inglis gets more balls, a fullback, he's damaging. The risk by playing Billy is if he gets hurt the first five minutes, you then put, you know, Daly yep. Cherry Evans in the centre. You've got to move a fullback. It's too disruptive. So I think that's the key. Jared Hayne would be where I would attack for the Kiwis. Mm-hmm. Playing in the centres defensively, unknown position. A, do you think that's a good uh, move going forward, even for Parramatta, having Jared Hayne in the centres? No. I can't see. Oh, I think he's a 5'8 or a fullback. But, you know, you again limit how much ball he gets on the edge. It's an unfamiliar position. And you've got Jennings, who's been outstanding this year. You've got Josh Morris over there. And mm. obviously Brent Tate comes back in. But it's been a weird selection. What about Sonny Bill? Where does he fit? If they win this World Cup <laughs> and he gets pretty much a stamp on the game, yeah. it'll be the greatest return, the best rugby league player. We all have to say, yeah. look, we were wrong if he does this, doesn't he? I, I thought he... Yeah, definitely wrong how much he's come back and put a stamp on mm. the game. Yeah. I thought he'd come back because when he left, he was above the game. Yeah. He was better than the game when he walked out. The, the athleticism, that offload... He's done a bad job at a his return either, just quite <laughs> <laughs> He's been good. You know, when he left, he left a sour taste in a lot of people's yeah. mouth because he was immature. I, I, and I was one of his... You know, like Detractors. a lot of people, I, I, harsh critics. But now you've got to really say humbly that this kid is no longer a kid. He's a, an unbelievable young man and, uh, you know, he's doing what he said he'd do. No he, one questioned his talent. It was just no, the fact no, that he no. went the messy way the contractual arrangements And, and it's, it's probably like Nathan Buckley when he went to the Brisbane Lions for an off-season when he changed their whole professionalism. Good, good he's gone to the Roosters, who were party boys, worst club, idiots in a way mm-hmm. of describing them. He, he's taught them how to be professional. Because he's had to go across the world and travel the country, and he's his own brand, Sonny Bill. So he knows what professional pre- preparation and all that goes. So he's going to leave a massive stamp on the Roosters. I, I, he'll only play there next year, but then that'll be it. Give us a tip. Who do you think is going to win? Australia. I don't know, Russ. I actually. Oh, look, I, no, Australia will win. No. You tipped Fiji no, last week. Australia should win. Yeah. On who they are, but I'm just questioning. Soft run in. Hey. Nutty, we're going to look. The reality is Australia's going to win easy. They'll win by 30 or 40. But in the hypothetically, if they didn't win, what would be the ramifications for Australian rugby league? Nothing. 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 Exactly. Um, <laughs> hey, sledging yes, in rugby league, uh, it, you know, you pick your marks, but you don't have, often have too much time to sit there and throw sledges, do you? We're talking about it in cricket. No, no not really. Some blokes in the old days did, yeah. annoyingly. 
Ricky was one of the best. Yeah, ones. there's plenty of good sledges out there, but these days it's faster What's the and harder. You've had? Oh, oh, I get, I get, oh, throw an intercept. I'm throwing an intercept for Queensland. Team, I hear it every week. Serious? <laughs> Not even on the footy field, I get sledged. Sledged in Woolies by eight-year-old kids. Uh, you the kid that threw that you intercept. You cross the border, you walk yeah. down Caxton Street. I need to go home. Yeah. Good on you, mate. Next up, watch the word starring Bernie, Tommy, Chris Rogers, and the A-League season so far. That was harsh. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Welcome back to the show. Time for What's the Word. We have a statement. We've got to fill in a missing word. First up, it's been talked about, called off, started again, but Anthony Mundine's fight with Shane Mosley is finally this Wednesday night. So after all of the rigmarole and the hoo-ha-ha, this fight is what, Kekka? This flight, in my opinion, and I may well be wrong, but I suspect I speak on behalf of the majority of the population, absolutely futile. Mm -hmm. It serves no purpose whatsoever may feel an ego or two, but at the end of the day, it will serve no purpose in the annals of history in this great game of ours. I don't even know whether I spelt it right, but I think I mean the exact Moribund. same thing. Moribund. What Boring. No, Dudsville. Not even worthwhile talking Moribund about. Moribund means extinct. But anyhow, well, that's what it should be. Yeah, this fight will be should extinct. be extinct. When it's finished, it will be extinct. One of these good fighters one. will be extinct. I know I exactly like what I'm doing. Moribund. Did I spell it right, though? No, yeah, it's good enough for you. Anyhow, move on. It's got to have an I in it. Yeah. Who said that? <laughs> anyway. After last season's success, many were expecting this A-League season to be the best yet. So after seven rounds, the season so far is what? Well, just simply put, great. Now, I know there's probably a better word than that, but uh, in essence, that's exactly what it is. It's had everything. It's been a, a, wonderfully, uh, a wonderful brand of football, plenty of excitement at the pointy end, a couple of disappointments, Melbourne Hart, uh, probably Aloisi. Melbourne victory. Melbourne victory of rebounding. Melbourne victory got an issue. And that is the fact there's five yellow cards out there and two red ones so far under the tutelage of you-know-who. Yes, under Muskie. Now, uh, under Muskie, I think it's which is a bit of a worry. I really am wrapped with the A-League. on no. It's compulsive viewing each and every week. And I tell you what, the guys that do the shootout show, if it wasn't for the fact they're stealing all of our ideas, I'd really rate them as well as amazing. Right, but well, that's everything's plagiarised to us all. Plagi nothing's plagiarised in this show. derivative of what? Everything's the we same. We think of our own original ideas. Well, yeah, through the eyes of someone else. But Look, I really on. like it. Actually, the A-League's going really well and Sydney FC have bounced back. Uh, Wanderers are on top. Exactly. No, great brand of footy. One player who didn't shine for the Aussies in the opening test was Chris Rogers, the opener. His test future is... Well, you've got to say, Russell, at very best, because of the, the fact that a lot of the uh, uh, players in Shield cricket are making runs, yeah. questionable. They've got to look at North very, uh, very uh, closely. He's making runs for WA. Uh, others are making runs as well. So he needs to really get on the front foot and be more aggressive and making nah, runs. disagree with you. The one thing that this Australian team... Stability. I think, I think uh, Michael Clark said it best uh, about a month ago. He said, if we have the same 12 players right the way through, we will win the series. So I reckon his future is safe. They made no change. They said they might bring another player in once they had a look at the wicket. But I don't think, you know, one test... Let me tell you, one swallow doesn't make, make a, summer a summer or whatever. I think he's safe. And I'm telling you, you lose the next test and all of a sudden... He's unsafe. The whole thing is in total disarray. Yeah, but he's not going to lose the next test. Well, I reckon the next test... I reckon the Poms will bounce back very strongly. Yeah, they've gone off to Alice Springs to have a look at Ayers Rock. That's well, what sort of a exactly. jab is that? The McDonnell Rangers, you know where they are? In Alice Springs. That's the why they've gone there. They're not in bloody <laughs> Adelaide, otherwise they would have gone there. All right. Bernard Tomic partying with the schoolies on the Gold Coast is what? Well, in my view, and I don't knock Bernie because I'm a bit of a Bernie Tomic fan, 
but I thought it was moronic behaviour. Ah. Now, it's quite considered he may have been set up for that little shot, but I thought that Bernard got a bit ahead of himself. He's about two years ahead of where he is at the moment. He's not ready for schoolies yet. In about two years' time, when he passes his HSC, then you go to schoolies, Bernard. But in the interim, mate, no. Well, they call him toolies. Uh, and foolies, and I reckon he was foolish because, yeah, look, he, you're right. He a bit of I don't think he was partying with the schoolies. I think no. he was just partying up there. But, you know... He looked fairly out. content. He reminded <laughs> me of a young George Best. i got to say, <laughs> there's hands up Maybe. if you weren't jealous. I mean... Remember when George I, Best... I, I, would have liked to have been sitting down there and having a couple of good sorts do a lap dance on me. There's no. What about you? The waiter opened the door at George Best Hotel, and it's a true story. And there was George Best on the floor with a bottle of scotch, and he had two hookers alongside him, and hundred dollar notes flashed all around him. And the waiter looked at him and said, "George, he said, where did I, where did it all go wrong? <laughs> where did it all go wrong? I'm sure, it's, uh, I'm sure it's funny alive. It uh, is. What's the word is done? <laughs> Next up, the big finish. Happy time, the sporting bet, best bets of the week. How do people pay to watch some of that? Well, they do. Uh, well, it's fact. That was a true story. I thought it wasn't a joke. No. Happy birthday to Andrew Bogut, the warrior and boomer is 29. And I said this week he might not play for the boomers again until the 2016 Olympics to protect his body. Well, I guess the question is, do you reckon that's fair enough or should well, he keep going? If he's playing in 2016, he'll make the Australian team, but uh, it's a long way away. And, uh, he's had a few injuries. I don't know. Uh, happy anniversary to former Aussie cricketer Kim Hughes. 29 years ago, he famously resigned as our Australian cricket captain in tears after yet another loss to the West Indies. I remember it vividly. Gee, it was a sad moment in time. But gee, did they face a pace battery, those <laughs> boys. <laughs> and happy trails to the great Petro Sivanasiva. He finally retires after playing his last game for Fiji at the World Cup. We do doff our lids and salute you, sir. Lid off the uh, highest accolade that the yeah. PTI people can give you. Uh, now with a big finish and a massive fight card on Sunday, Australia's Billy Dibb lost his world title rematch with Yevgeny Gradotovich. <laughs> and Manny Pacquiao showed he still got it with a big win over Brandon Rios. What was his name? <laughs> Gradovich. Whatever. The V8s have one round to go after the weekend's crash and bash Phillip Island's races. Jamie Wincap leads the title race now by just 20 points. But is this turning into one of the most it exciting finishes of the season? There reckon? was some... And you know what? The pit interviews with a couple of the bosses who were saying that he's a lunatic, he's a moron, he's... That actually added A bit of something. angst there, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, absolutely. Ooh. You know, it's the pointy end of the season. The cricket season. The ABs have gone through 2013 undefeated. Only just. They kicked the winning goal after the siren against the Irish. Just an outstanding performance by the All Blacks. Perhaps that star's losing a bit of its luster, the I All Blacks, you so. think. Now for the Sporting Bed Best Bets of the Week. And I like the Wallabies to beat the Whales and make it four in the trot. And I like the Kangaroos to whack the Kiwis in the World Cup final. And Sporting Bet think the short odds about Adam Scott being the leading Aussie at the Open this week is stealing money. Absolutely. Australia to the four again. Get it? Golf, Golf yes. Four. I like uh, it, yes. Hey, hey. <laughs> I'm Russell Barwick. We don't need yes. Anchorman 2. we got us. And all, and as always, I'm Sam Kekovich. And more importantly, you don't make sense. Stay Oi. classy, San Diego. <laughs> or the other one. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah.